0: Seth Michael May. I'm Sean Behrens.
1: I'm Abram Kaplan.
2: And I'm Judy Mayer. And
1: And you're you're listening listening to
2: Obscuria Filmcast.
1: Greetings. Welcome to Obscuria Filmcast. I'm your co-host Abram Kaplan. And we will be joined momentarily by our other co-hosts, Sean, Seth, and Judy. Today, we will be discussing body parts. In this classic 90s body horror sci-fi flick, we have Jeff Fahey star as the recipient of an arm transplant with some questionable ethical ramifications, not to mention some serious lifestyle consequences for the recipient and the family he loves. Worth mentioning is a standout performance from supporting actor Brad Dourif, Chucky from child's play, Billy Bibbit from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, who plays the other arm transplant recipient, this film is totally bonkers and everything you'd hope to find in an over the top body horror flick from the turn of the 90s decade. Body Parts is available for rental or purchase on Apple TV, Amazon Prime, Voodoo, YouTube, Redbox, and Google Play. This episode was recorded live on YouTube on Wednesday, July 6th, 2022. If you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Leave a like and comment on one of our YouTube streams and share a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate all of your support and welcome your engagement on our weekly YouTube live streams. And now, here's our discussion of body parts. What's going on? We got uh, body no. parts today, 1991. Sean's pick, <laughs> directed by Eric Red, starring these, these Jeff, Fahey.
2: Mommy, <laughs> Jeff Fahey. Sorry, guys, Lindsay <laughs> no, Duncan
3: too. and Kim Delaney. Uh, this. Uh, my mom would she would just rent random uh, c- uh, videos at the at the movie rent place and then we would just wa- watch them and I remember this one as a kid and it mm-hmm. always kind of stuck with me because of the imagery and uh, I remember Jeff Fahey because the next year he started Lawnmower Man and that was that was everybody's favorite film when it that was a great movie because of the cyber sex scene in lawnmower man. That's why I remember everyone
0: loved lawnmower man because the first time there was cyber sex. In
3: a movie, oh yeah, there, yeah,
0: that, that was like a big deal. That, that
3: sequence.
1: Wait, when was Lawnmower Man? Ninety-two. Wait, that's the same director?
3: No. no. Hmm. Brett Brett Leonard directed Lawnmower Man. This is written directed by Eric Red. Right, right. But Jeff Fahey was big at the time.
2: Oh, Jeff Fahey! Right, right, right.
3: Yeah, he's he started. Oh, that's Mower,
2: right. He Lawn was in both.
3: Right, and he was like, like he is and, lost. I love me some loss, too. Yeah, that's right. He was in the So, I mean, I remember- He started some- out
2: as a ballet dancer. Really?
3: really? Is really? that why he's so cute?
2: He's got beautiful eyes. He does. Yeah. He's, he's a he's good-looking guy, player. and
1: yeah. he moves well. So, I'm yes. not surprised. Um, he's got great eyebrows.
2: Yeah, I saw that he started um, as a dancer, and then he started, I think he went to Broadway and then got picked up into uh, TV. Anyway, we could talk more about the film, but I just was like,
3: oh, well, he was good. a ballerina. Was it? no, yeah. Oh no, a ballerino. Please. A ballerina.
2: Please. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> my husband it's a the same thing.
3: Violetino. It's a ballet dancer. dancer. I mean, it comes from Latin,
1: so yes. yes. All right. I
3: guess. Uh, but I remember some of these tableaus in my head and then because the early 90s was a strange time, a lot of movies were greenlit, a lot of different movies were made, and I'm talking thousands a year. And all these weirdo things and growing up, I was like, wait, was the story really this and this and this? Wait, and don't you I,
1: think that the early of any decade is kind of weird? Like like 90 to 91, 80 to 81, because it's like a psychological thing. Everybody's in the previous, they're like, what is this new decade going to be about?
3: I'm thinking about I know it. what
1: Andy, the 70s he, was about. I know what the, well, I'll, so it's I'll, like, I'll tell you this. it always has the first couple of years of the decade. It always has a little bit of the 80s in it.
3: I guess, right? but in uh, 2001, 01, the early aughts, yeah. that was a strict, like, but especially 2001, even before 9 11, there was a lot of influential shit that came out that that year. 02 mm-hmm. and 03, not so much, and then 04. But it's that's called what I'm the, saying. the first couple of years, it's like everybody's like, yeah, it's a,
0: yeah a no, I see it. What yeah. are yeah. we they're, all about? You know, they're greenlighting films in like 1979 for 1980.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's it's
0: true, not, also. I mean, they might be. I remember in the 90s, there was something, I want to think it, I think it was a phone company, I'm not sure, and they got, uh, what's his name, Crazy Dennis uh, Hopper, to talk about what the 90s were going to be like, and it was like Dennis Hopper jumping around, he's like, if you think the 90s are not going to be the new
3: 60s, like... And this whole thing, and of course, nothing he said. That's me. a good point. I remember if you could watch stuff now, back well, that was a, made back then, they would, they would always say, it was the 90s. It was bit, the 90s. That, like it was something <laughs> cool.
1: There's a little bit of truth to that. The 90s were kind of like the new 60s in a lot yeah. of ways. What Certainly was, with rock yeah. and roll music. It was the new thing. with Quentin thing. Tarantino. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You, you know, there was, was a little bit of that throwback nostalgia. And, and
2: then
3: the computer was, stuff. We were only in the 60s for two years. And the computer was right. like a New Frontier thing.
1: Mm. Yeah, Maybe for a few years, but I don't know. But the one thing
3: yeah. that re-watching body parts was, is that I love the cinematography, A. I loved it. B, this is like a movie from the six. This is a 60s ho- B horror film. It's like a Corman film. Watching horror. the whole thing. I'm like, yes. this, this should have been made in 1961. No shit in Tulsa. In a drive-in. Yes. Totally. That's what it seemed like to me. The story, totally. I was like, "Oh no, God!" But it's not. It's like the '90s. It's in color. You see Jeff Fahey. It was, and you get you get a little bit of a sex scene. It was. It was amazing. You even have the evil doctor because I saw me a lot of those B horror films. Those fifty cent DVDs that they had at the supermarket DVD bin. Mm-hmm. I bought a lot of those, and all of them had one thing in common: a crazy doctor doing his thing but in this one it was a chick and I thought that was kind of cool yeah it, like even more creepy
1: yeah know? just like didn't misery come out like right around this time Not prior, that she was a doctor.
3: Year prior. Yeah. What? yeah yeah
1: but it's like you know crazy so chick
3: so so like, so so
1: so. torturing a guy um but like yeah no I think absolutely it it, it is it is kind of like a I know I didn't think about that when we were watching it but you're right this could this film could have been it wouldn't have yeah. looked the same but it could have been made in the 60s
3: oh my god it's the same sc- i bet you that's when uh the novel was 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 written anyway, Look, this
1: is based on a novel, novel. how did it's i miss that
3: choice cuts yeah. by pierre oh, yeah.
1: Dude, how did that completely go above i know oh, yeah, i'm like I this is even- a novel who yeah, would
3: because-
1: there is no Wikipedia link to the novel. Like, I can't read about it. No,
3: it's novel. called Choice Cuts by Pierre Boullet. I can't say it. But let me just, bit be, like, before we talk wait, about... Wait, Pierre um, Boulez wrote this? Yes. He wrote Planet of the Apes. There you go. He wrote beulet, this one too. Beulet, <laughs> Did he really? Okay. If it's, like, if it's Pierre Boulez, then he wrote Planet
0: of the Apes.
1: Let Pierre Boulez is what, a classical composer. I think we're getting confused. Wait, who is this Pierre? Pierre Boulet is a classical uh, conductor, rather, and composer. Um, and I'm not sure I'm not aware of him writing anything like novels. This is um, this is a apparently based on a horror novel called "Choice Cuts" by Pierre Boileau or Boileau, yeah. and Thomas jacques I can't I'm butchering yeah. the pronunciations, but.
2: It says it's the non-deplume used by the prolific French crime-writing duo okay. of Pierre Boulot and Pierre... So Pierre
1: Ayrod is their real name, and Thomas Narcisse-Jacques.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, Pierre R. Ayrod, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Thomas. Oh, Who wrote that They wrote what a bunch of novels together.
3: Okay, lo- okay, really really quick before we get into the mo- movie about Eric Red, Eric yeah. Red and Catherine Bigelow were partners for a while. I don't think they ever got together but funny thing about eric red if you see all his films he's really kind of hardcore edgy he went to afi institute a very good film school but uh but in 2000 following a car accident eric red crashed his truck into a crowded bar in los angeles resulting in the death of two patrons after the incident red apparently exited his vehicle and attempted suicide by slitting his own throat with broken pieces of of glass uh eric survived the incident and was taken to the hospital under an alias and was released weeks later no charges were brought but there was a civil trial where he had to pay a million dollars to the families but this guy's intense this guy's intense that's really tragic yeah Yeah. but that's where if you see all this he made a movie in 80 he wrote a movie in 86 which was his thesis statement at AFI that I wanted to recommend for the podcast. But I wanted to do this one because I love Jeff Fahey. But even like, anyway, I do recommend The Hitcher, 1986. Great acting. Mm -hmm. Great acting. No shit. He didn't direct
1: uh, that, though. He just wrote it. He didn't.
3: Yes, correct. Uh,
1: uh, So he's been a writer his entire career.
3: Yeah, he directed a few. he he he, directed uh, a considerable amount of his films. He did a Western with Mickey Rourke, which I actually, I want to, I I remember when that guy, yeah, yeah, that was an HBO film, but I remember when it came out, I'm like, Mickey Rourke? Anyway. Yeah, (laughs) no, it looks good, good, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: The last thing that he did was Night of the Wild in uh, 2015.
3: But he was an intense,
2: intense guy.
1: By the way, while you guys were talking, I, I, I was trying to find out more about this book that it's based on. It was written in 1965, so... Oh, oh, that right. makes
2: sense. It's, it's by the guy who
0: wrote the right? He was a French guy. Um,
1: I, I, wasn't able was able to, I wasn't able to find that out.
0: Pierre Francois Marie-Louise Boile B-O-U-L-L-E.
3: Boyle
1: Boulay. Or maybe it's a Boulou. Oh, Oh, E-A-U is pronounced O. He was a, it's O? Okay. Yeah, is
0: it B-O-U-L-L-E?
1: No. No, it's B-O-I-L-E-A-U.
3: Okay. Okay. So uh, this film, a guy, Jeff Fahey, gets into a car accident. His arm is all mangled. His uh, pretty hot wife, Kim Delaney, yeah. has a, has to make a decision. And the evil Dr. August Webb, she's like, yo, yo, sign this. Or he doesn't go- get his arm. Uh, anyway, he gets an arm. And uh, Dr. August Webb did this. It's an amazing surgery. So Jeff Fahey, he has a new arm. He's a professor, nice family man. Anyway, uh, Jeff gets visions, visions of people dying and murdered. And what's going on on here? He gets a little testy around around things. And the investigation goes, Uh, Brad Dorff is in this. And I'll tell you this. I love him. He's He's incredible. Every role he has ever done, he did two episodes of Star Trek Voyager, which is amazing. He shouldn't have gotten a golden globe for that shit, too. He played the he played the killer. He played a killer in the crew. <laughs> it was really hot. Uh, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm the, that guy. You could tell he just even if he has one or two scenes, he's all he's in there. He mm-hmm. doesn't phone it in ever, he's oh, my all f- about it. Like the movie
0: Anna worked with him on Halloween, the remake that
3: uh Rob Zombie did. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, he did but, a movie with you and called Night Watch. That was you know, really he's, good. He's been around since. He played Billy. He played Billy. Yeah, that was his first. Which he got nominated for a uh, Cuckoo's Nest.
1: Really? He was nominated That's, for Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, he, he got nominated for Best for Supporting Actor, I
3: believe. But George George Burns won.
1: But then he didn't win. He got he, he won for Chucky. Eventually, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I Chucky. didn't know for
2: a long time he was the voice of Chucky.
1: How awesome is that? I didn't find out until this week when we were watching this.
2: Yeah, Brad yeah. Dorff is like this great actor.
0: Everyone I know who's... He's worked, really good. Like, or talking to me say, say that it, he's very serious and he's... And excuse me if I'm wrong, Mr. Dorff, but I was told you're not into improv at all. Like, uh, and... Um, but he doesn't seem that way. He seems he's like the two good all and improvisational. He was like, I told you to take the um, wizard's
1: scarf! Dude, two it's towers. What is that from the
0: two towers? Yeah, yeah, I told you to take the wizard's. Of oh, fun. by the
1: way, uh, Seth, it's, Dune? It's, a, it's a different author that you were okay. thinking of. It's Pierre Francois Marie Louis Boulet. It's a different guy. Okay, different right. guy. Planet of the Apes. He was much more mainstream writer. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The guy right. It
2: was
0: it was confusing because that guy wrote crime
3: Yeah. also. But then it's Jeff strange. Fahey finds other men who had body parts from the same guy like Jeff Fahey finds out he, he wanted to find out where his new arm comes from and he finds out it's from this psycho killer who uh you know got put killed death. 20 they people killed 20 we people and and so Jeff Fahey just wanted to find out uh the other men or people P- by who- the way
1: he doesn't find out that this is an arm from a psycho killer until the psycho killer that he was working with as a psychiatrist in the prison who's grabbing his hands notices the tattoo that yeah, all yeah, the yeah. psycho killers get that he happened Every to yes, not bro, you notice right. at all that next. there was that tattoo on his arm until many, many days later when the psycho killer in the prison Alerts him to the fact that he slips over his wrist with the tattoo of a psycho killer. Is
2: it supposed to be the mark of anyone who's on death row?
1: It's a specific tattoo that certain people on death row in this whatever, some element of this narrative, whether Mm. it's just that prison or it's all prisons, but clearly, this the guy that he's dealing with as a psychiatrist has this same exact Mm. tattoo, but that never occurred to him until that was a very like funny. I mean, I would just, I would go as far as to call that like a
3: narrative error, but it's, it's hilarious. It's, yeah, it's wacky, you know. It was a
2: narrative device. I almost say that the film borders on a little bit of a comedy. Yeah, yeah that's, for me, right for me, that. I wouldn't. It's wacky. In a store, yeah, put it in a comedy section, but. But it's okay, a little... so it's
1: totally, it's totally like goofy. Especially the fact that it has a happy ending, which I think like. Is great. Um, and, and uh, I think it's great when me. like these dark, oh, what's God, that? Yeah.
2: It was the car chase for me that just yeah, it it right into the when, oh, comedy you, you aspect. Mean, it wasn't it wasn't before
1: the car chase when <laughs> no, that, when the guy sort of, lands
2: like, perfectly
1: on the windshield and his arm. Aunt...
2: Oh, Brad. Um, well, that that too, you I'm know, sorry. there was a shortage of, of stuntmen who
0: could do falls in the 90s, <laughs> it was a lot of dummy work. Like, I've seen movies. think it's hard targets maybe where they only have the budget for one stuntman and so they drop dummies out for the minor characters and then when the major characters drop it's a stuntman going whoa (laughs) so this had no money for that oh no i I really
2: like i really like the car chase and then i'm giving spoilers away but I really like the car chase. And then when he, he walks out and he's got like his neck brace and he's carrying the limb and he's like, huh? <laughs> and then she comes over and is like admiring him. And I wanted, I wanted to see her like pet his head. <laughs> I was just like, Oh, come on.
1: Wait. So, okay. Then ex- can you guys explain to me what I'm supposed to assume is going on at this point? Yeah, Ju- is, this Judy- a guy, <laughs> is this a guy that like when she took the head, Away. This was one of her secret experiments.
2: Yes, so I think take a
1: dead body or a dying body and put the psycho head on it and not tell anybody. Which is I think
2: what she wanted to do, she's Frankenstein, (laughs) she's Dr. Frankenstein. And her it was not just putting an arm on another person's body, that was just phase one. Phase two or three or four was reassembling the entire body. This is my give
1: give the arms and legs. To, four, to three different people, give the head to some other body. Yeah, that's the that guy, would, And then where did see the head how go? long it takes for the body with the head to go after the other guys to reassemble <laughs> the guys on the new body.
3: You, she right? How mad yeah, he
0: got. period Where the head acclimates to the new body, and then the head goes, wait a second, I want my old body back. Yeah, yeah I know that's what. I would have <laughs> liked to see
1: poor, more. Dialogue or monologue of the guy with the head. I Charles. Know that that...
2: His name is Charles, guys. Well, is
1: Charles the original psycho killer's name?
2: Yes, yes. he's the one that. Is uh, that really
1: his... fair to call that the guy with the head Charles? When well,
2: that was his head.
1: But what and about I the guy's body that they put it on?
0: We
3: don't know I, where the. that's, person... yeah, that's
2: what I was going to ask. Or so she removes the head.
3: And then puts it on another torso because in the we end have to you talk see about the body parts, parts the in the thing breathing.
1: Yeah,
0: let that go. They wait, really wait,
1: wait. Oh, wait, did it, she put the head it, back on the original body? So you know, she put
2: No. no she no, put the head
1: back on a different body. On, on a, a different, different body. body. Yeah, that's what I thought. Did yeah. that body already have arms and legs?
2: I don't know. I'm guessing know. So. so. It so.
1: did, but it just had the wrong ones. Because he had to go back and get and also, the
3: other And also, how guy. did Dr. Webb know the psycho killer would be on the road at that time? Unless she was chased, um, unless she was following well, him, like, the whole, the whole, that's what I mean by wacky. Or, yeah, like, the horror know. film. she, made doesn't she matter. set you him free. your monster all the time. Once you make a person
0: out of body parts, it just stands to reason As a doctor, you would be
3: upset. But it kind of of fits. I do like it. I do enjoy the film. I'm like, what the hell is this? Especially when Jeff Fahey goes to Brad Dorff and he's like, yo, Brad, our limbs are from Psycho. It's from a Psycho Killer. I've been getting things, and Jeff Fahey recognizes Brad Dorff's new paintings, who was a struggling artist the whole time. But now, since Brad is getting these visions from his new arm, he's doing all this great work, man. And yeah, and he's and Brad is just fine with it. He's like, yo, Jeff, I know I'm sorry you're having problems, but I love my new arm.
2: I'm gonna be a millionaire. You know, I
3: smoke a cigarette. let's go have a beer, but until then, get out and they go oh, and the a other
2: beer. and and the other guy, I can't remember his name, the you like, like leg man is now like um like Michael Jordan. <laughs>
3: Yeah, he's doing great yeah, on boy. the on the
1: thing. There's nothing there's nothing he's like,
2: like sword. At, yeah. Everyone Gina.
1: knows that if you take <laughs> everyone knows that if you take a serial killer's legs and graft them onto an average basketball your, player's body, he's going to you. be able to land a slam dunk from the free throw line just like Michael Jackson this, did. Like, in crap,
2: not Michael Jackson, Michael I Jordan. I mean,
1: Michael Jordan.
2: <laughs> <Jackson>. <laughs> if you in take the, the legs
1: and you put them on Michael Jackson,
3: the same thing would happen. And he'll start dancing. Um,
2: okay, I, I do I'm have a question, back. though. This was one piece that I was like, okay, what's going on? Right before uh, uh, the ba- so the same basketball, Michael Jordan, <laughs> when he gets back to his apartment, okay, he's, like, having trouble walking up the stairs. And then, like, he's, like calls the other guy who he got into a fight with at the bar and he's like on to something and then like that's when charles in his (laughs) new body comes i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) he's coming for his legs but his legs like stopped working so did his legs like sense that they were gonna be gone soon
0: (laughs) no it's it's whenever charles really deeply deeply, (laughs) you had a connection on that body
2: well, no, because okay, so he was having trouble walking, and he was like, "Come on, legs!" <laughs> and then he called the guy.
1: No, I think that help. I think that just like the legs so, get superpower and the arms get superpower, and the graft the body, the brain, the head gets superpowers. And it, the brain and and Charles with his new powerful head, yeah, could sense that this guy was trying to get some help at a very weak moment. You know, okay. where his legs are failing on him. And like a predator, you know, attacks a weak prey. He's like, nah, nah, uh, uh, you're not getting any help from your buddy. I know exactly where you are. I'm going to get those legs from you right now. Now is the time. You know? But why
2: were his legs giving out?
1: Because that's what happens. That's a separate issue. The legs give out. The arms get fucked up. Everybody's situation deteriorates in one way or another.
2: You know, <laughs> I don't know, though. Hurt. Jeff Fahey's character <laughs> Had a lot of strength in that car chase. That's. The, I mean,
1: yeah, did even like problem. have like a
2: scratch. Also, he. he like, how did they
1: do that scene? But how did they do that car? That was an amazing thing. Were those guys actually handcuffed together driving those? I mean,
3: I mean, how did they, mean, that was they, a
1: pretty impressive car? They were. They what weren't real
3: They were breakaway hand. -hand.
1: I don't care what it is, just having two cars like driving side by side cool. Yeah,
0: I remember seeing both cars a lot. So I think it was just like the door and the window and two hands on like, you know,
1: movable boards. I know, but for Mm. a movie like this, that's a lot of fucking work
0: to Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's
1: right. That whole, like, that whole section of the last act was where all the money went in this film. Yeah. Had to be. Yeah. Well,
2: there was also a car ch- the car accident in the beginning, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a it pretty was just big, a little one, but
3: yeah, but no, they, they had a few cars crashed. It was like it was a pile up. But that's <laughs> what I mean by like really wacky. And even when the Charles is escaping that car crash that explodes with his legs and his arms falling down, I did get a sense it's like, wait a second, if that's your limbs. What limbs do you, like, what body do you have now, and do you want your limbs back? It was just this morbid, like, sense of, of like, what is, what's his desire? But then, then Dr. All you know, Agatha Webb was there, and she's, like, petting him and, and, and stuff, and, like, she's, she just likes her, I can't even, yeah, it's so strange, it doesn't make sense, but, it, like, totally. She's really good at playing creepy what else? What have I
1: seen her do similar things as an actress? In?
0: She is the critic. We looked her up. She's the critic who says she's going to kill the play in Birdman.
1: Right. Okay. She she really was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Vindictive. Weird. She. She does these yeah. kind of roles. She's cold. Yeah. She's, mm-hmm. she's cold like.
3: Yeah. Oliver Twist.
1: Who's she in a Oliver Twist? I don't even.
3: Know. Wait, which Oliver Twist? TV miniseries, 1999. She was Elizabeth Leaford. Oh, okay. I don't even know. And I was in Oliver. Wow, she started oh. in 1975. I just, I just thought that was really weird. What did she do? Right? She, she was in a mo- uh, TV miniseries called GBH right before Body Parts. And then another TV miniseries called The Year in Provence. Provence. Which I think Provence. She
1: works, man. I mean, yeah. she works a lot in television. I think yeah, it was yeah. weird. She's she not on is making like, movies here. A lot yeah, of TV series. Like oh, movies. I remember what I saw what I remember what she really like imprinted in my mind. When she was in Rome, she played uh really? of the Juni. She was in like 18 episodes of Did, you, did you, any of you guys watch the HBO series Rome?
3: No. But that's I have not, no. Oh, man. That oh, was yeah. like the
1: highest production value television series up to that point. Yeah. It was so good.
2: Wasn't there a lot of nudity uh, in it too?
1: There was a lot I of nudity, a lot that. of violence, a it's lot of wrong Male shot, and female. Stuff. A lot of yeah. yeah. full frontal of dudes. Messed up stuff. But it was so well written. I think it was Bruno yeah. Heller. But she was fantastic in that. She played like the matriarch who was – what was she? was a." Uh, so, okay, it says sophisticated, elegant, and subtle Servilia from, from one of the founding families of Rome. She's the mother, she played the mother of Brutus and Caesar's mm. mistress turned bitter enemy. Yeah, um, th- uh, that was bad. she was badass in that. That's what I remember. Her
2: from. Yeah, she's got a good, like, cold upper class vibe going yeah. on. Exactly. <laughs> I,
0: I have uh, to mention an actor in this movie because he's like, he's a good actor. He's a really good actor. But he's in a thankless role in a really funny, kind of typical. Is, is this guy, Zach Smokey, who's in a lot of horror movies? He's the cop with the hat who busts. who, who He goes in and he's the guy, you meet him because he's the guy who busted the serial killer. Mm-hmm. And now he's, but evidently he is oh, yes. not just a homicide detective, he also breaks up bar fights.
2: <laughs> yes. I liked his character. What have I seen him in? Who, who? Zach Zachimokay
0: was the uh one of the voodoo priests in yes.
3: Um The Serpent in the Rainbow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His name is yeah, yeah.
0: Zachimokay, I
3: believe his name. Is. He was in an episode of Monk. I re- I remember that <laughs> shit.
2: <laughs> I know, Zach- I think it's because I remember him. In that movie, I was almost like, I don't know if I can take him seriously as like the cop. Hmm. <laughs>
1: what movie is that again, guys? The
2: Serpent and the I,
1: Rainbow?
0: I, yeah, I
3: didn't see should, that.
0: We should probably cover that one
3: day. That's a good yeah, one. A good That's Wes Craven Voodoo. Oh, really? Okay. That's yeah. a good one. And it's based is that on Bill Pullman.
2: Bill Pullman?
3: Yeah. The, the hunky
1: Bill that, Pullman. How do you pronounce his name? Zakes or Zacks? I think it's I like think, Jake's. It's
3: with a Z. Zakes.
1: Zakes moquet like Jake's he's from South Jake's, Zakes. I think it's Zakes. Oh, South African, yeah. Um, because he looked really familiar, and I know I must have seen him in something, but I can't. yeah. Know. He, he passed it, away though. Yeah, he died in two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. He was in the X Files. He
0: was in Dry White Season, Rage in Harlem, and Waterworld.
1: Oh, I know, I know where I know him from.
2: From Oz. Oh yeah, yeah. Who is he in Oz? Just um, and Night Rider.
3: He did a Night Rider.
2: I can't. Think I don't of know who what he, he was played in that.
1: Oz, but I know that he was uh, in it, and that's probably where I recognize him from because I was kind of obsessed with that show when it came out. Yeah, I watched like all the late '90s and early '2000s to mid '2000s HBO series, so if anybody was in, like there's like a high probability that i that i know one of these actors from something like especially a lot of classically trained actors ended up in those tv series during that period people had been washed up for a while hadn't really worked much in the 90s they got back on in the late late 90s early to mid 2000s with all these like new hbo series especially after sopranos came out and they started just like running series after series after series after that um, but yeah. he definitely—I don't know how much of a role he had on there, but I know he was on there.
0: That—that's the life of an actor, right? Like this guy was on Broadway,
1: yeah,
0: Harold yeah. and the Boys, and then he's like wearing a hat, <laughs> playing a guy who's like,
2: "What do you mean your arm?" <laughs> then, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> an and life. then he
2: ended up doing Shakespeare.
1: Yeah, it's not he much different nowadays, even except that nowadays <clears throat> the cartoonish, ridiculous movies are these like. Billion dollar blockbuster uh, you know, comic book films.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no. Like my if kids you think about this it. This heroes movie that Christian Slater is, and my husband's always like, Why do you think he took that role? And I was like, I don't know, it was probably a big paycheck. Yeah. Wait, for which
3: Christian Slater?
2: It's in this uh it's I think it's called Heroes or We Can Be Heroes. My two year old oh, loves know. it. And oh, it's yeah. just like, oh, it's <laughs> just watch it. But Christian Slater plays like this I have a superhero flying. I have,
0: yeah, I have a theory that when you, have really? kids, yeah. when you have kids, you start making choices as an actor <laughs> for what your kids can see. Yes. So like, there's a period where like people are like doing like, oh, I'm going to be in Pulp Fiction. I'm going to be in that. And then they're like, oh, I'm going to be in my super ex-girlfriend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you can like, track Ethan Hawking yeah. and career before they yeah. have kids. It's all this independent, gritty stuff. Just- and then they have kids, and it's like all friendly and My stuff super
3: like ex girlfriends, pretty funny. But uh, just just for body parts, uh, the budget was ten million, and the box office was nine point two, so it lost money. But I'm surprised it made that much. Yeah, there oh. was like
0: Isaac and I did some research, and we found out why it probably didn't make it much money.
3: Why? Why is that? Oh yeah,
1: well. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll read the exact quote yeah. for you. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, if, I, if you're talking about what I think you're talking about. I'm
0: talking about the, the, the real.
1: Yeah, so, well, okay. Let me read the, it from it was Wikipedia. The... Um, all right. Uh, release. Yeah, Paramount pulled ads for the film in Milwaukee after police found dismembered bodies in Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment. Now that's just Milwaukee, but it could be that maybe like that. It was like Jeffrey was Dahmer. big in the news at the time, and
0: there were like Jeffrey Dahmer jokes going around in the nineties. Yeah, and,
1: and maybe it, like it was a little too on the nose for exactly. date night to take your girlfriend to go see a a movie about dismembered bodies when like the Jeffrey Dahmer thing was so heavy in the news. Yeah, it's
3: weird. It's maybe he, that, that had, had
1: something to do with it. I, I don't know. Check check this
3: out. <clears throat> so, in this movie was in theaters. So was Point Break and Terminator Two, Judgment Day. Yeah, oh, yeah. Robin or Hood could have Wait, and Prince of Thieves, you said? Yes, and Hot Shots, starring Charlie, Charlie Sheen,
1: the, the good one. The first yeah, one.
3: the the, the, yeah, the first one. Right. Yeah. There you so go. The, there was. So I'm just saying. Was this a summer So you had to though? not be able to guess August, interview. August second. It was there a summer go. film. Point
0: yeah. so you would go to the, the Metroplex and you would go, I want to go see Terminator 2. And they wouldn't let you in because it's sold out.
3: So, so you, you go to point
0: break and it's probably sold out. And
3: then you're like, no, but look, look at the line. There's a long line of like, movies before you got to Body Parts. What's this movie, Body Parts? Let's go see this one. <laughs> the line's too long for City Slickers. <laughs> we can't get into City Slickers.
1: Wait, City Slickers was <laughs> out that Body summer,
2: too. Parts.
3: Uh, City slickers out at the same time? Yes, I got the lit Oh
2: City
0: Slickers was a big hit.
3: Yeah. I like City Slickers. Oh, I'm not saying (laughs) the award winner, Jack Clance. Uh,
2: I can see how it sort of fits into this era.
0: Billy Crystal read uh, Robert Live's Iron John, I think is what happened. But the writer read Iron John is like, there's gonna be this men's movement one day. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's mm. like totally like go on a weekend with men and find out who you are.
3: God, mm. sweet, weird stuff, man. The night like 1991 is is a strange time. Also, yeah. like,
0: there was another category of actor. that was an independent film actor. There was like you, you were either a film actor or a TV actor or a commercial actor. It was very hard to move from one to the other. And it, in the 90s, there became this thing called. An indie film actor, yeah, you know, yeah, a little club of people working for Weinstein, and said you couldn't get into that club. And so th- that's another thing about this movie is that it's got a certain level of actor.
1: Yeah. Well, like, what was the first big Weinstein movie like in the nineties?
0: This one, oh, the, the Crying Game, really puts them on the map.
1: The Crying Game, did you say?
0: They're on a. They're on a. They're on a. a me- you and I looked at it once. They were on a meteoric rise. With little things collecting money, with like
1: I'm not talking about any of that though. I'm talking about the first movie, the first Weinstein film that was like a big deal commercially, where people were talking. Like the average person on the street was talking. I think it would that. probably be
0: the crying game.
1: Yeah. The crying game, right? I think it would be my guess. And what when was that? 1990. It
0: was 1992.
1: 19- okay. okay, right. So this is like right before that, and then you have in 92, you also have Reservoir Dogs. And then in '93 you have Pulp Fiction.
3: '94 is Pulp Fiction. And then,
1: '94, okay.
3: When does
0: his brother at Dimension release Scream? When did Scream
1: come
2: out? Wasn't that like '95? That was later 90, Yeah. '96. Yeah,
1: because Dimension is his. You can always rely on Sean. I shouldn't even. I shouldn't even even try. <laughs> dates, because Sean's got it on lock. Sean's got the
0: dates in his mind.
1: Yes. What won the Academy Awards that year, Sean? Watch his magic, everybody. 1991. It's who won the
3: Academy Awards? Wait, which one? 91 or 96?
0: 91. 91. 90,
3: 91 is a very special year because it was a top five year. Top five years only happened two other times in 1975 and 1934. By top five, I mean Best Picture, Best Director, Jonathan Demme, Best Actor, Anthony Hopkins, Best Actress, Jodie Foster, and one of the screenplays, uh. Sons of the Lambs, was adapted. Uh, uh, adapted by a man named Ted Talley. Ted Talley.
1: Wait, big five meaning that one film took five Oscars?
3: The top five Oscars. Or the
1: top five most important Oscars.
3: It's actor, actress, director, one of the screenplays. There's two categories for screenplay, which is original screenplay and adapted screenplay. Okay, so one of of the
1: screenplay categories, actor, actress, director, picture. So this got, Silence mm-hmm. of the Lambs got best actor, best director, best picture, um, best actress, yeah. and best screen, screen adapted screenplay.
3: Correct. And that only happened two other times. It almost happened in 99 with American Beauty, but fucking Hillary Swank. She deserved
1: it. She deserved it. She deserved it. I know. I do. American, American Beauty didn't deserve four Academy Awards. Well, wait, wait. I'm just saying. Hillary Swank, Swank, Swank wasn't rich. that good.
0: Who did Hillary Swank beat out in American Beauty? Ned Benning. A Ned Oh right. come on.
3: Okay, I'm not. Hillary saying, Swank.
1: Wait, wasn't that for the one where which what, don't what, cry. The, it was voice okay, of Okay, yeah, that's like the greatest, one of the yeah. greatest performances of yeah. that decade. Yeah, for yeah. best actress,
3: come and on. she won in '04 for who's $1, done $1, dollar, who, baby.
1: Who, who deserved that better.
3: You know? No, that's a good point. No, and I'm just, I'm just saying. But that was, that was, uh, ninety one, ninety six was English Patient. Uh, Anthony Magella Jeffrey Rush for Shine, and uh, oh, I forgot the actress.
0: <gasps> oh, no. What, 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 what? Do you
3: even know anything from the last three years? No, yeah, they, they stopped making Academy Award handbooks, so. They don't make them for uh, up until now. They only they have his almanacs, which aren't that cool. I, I, I used to, I, I had a, I used to have a handbook that went from 1927 to 2000 and I would just, it's just memorize it it's all day. Well, you can see threads. You, yes. can, no, see that's interesting. Threads you can see
1: patterns, right?
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's why They're 1991 like is a strange year. 1989 and 1990. See, 1991 and 1990 are just an extension of 1989. So there's that. 1981 doesn't exist. What do you mean? 1980, 1985 was a big year. It was such a big wave. that kind of lasted until 1991, hmm. but there were different like crests. Ninety five is a bad year. What yeah. happens in ninety five? That was Braveheart, but uh, there was no, there was nothing notable, really. I mean, like Braveheart, but there was like cultural weirdness. And then '96 comes, bang! You have English Patient, you have Scream, you have that David Foster what, Wallace infinite Jest no- novel, and you have you know music and shit, you know. And then and then you ride that, and then you ride that way. I'm sorry, I just I was okay. What did you know, say about 1981
2: not here. existing?
3: There was nothing really notable from 1981 especially movie-wise. I guess it was like a, it was a it was a lull cuz I guess yeah. between 1980 with Empire Strikes Back and Star Trek and a, and a, like Raging Bull and the sh- and the sh- Shining there weren't a lot of, of you know every, everything was like toast and done and all the money to be invested was invested so 1981 nothing really came up.
2: Who won nothing. that year?
3: That was uh, best director Went to Warren Beatty for Reds, starring Jack Nicholson and Diane Keaton. Best Picture went to Chariots of Fire with oh, that yeah, Van theme. Yeah. That was the only notable thing from was that Van
1: Gelder, who did the uh, yes, the,
3: yes, and he won the score for that. Yeah, and then he did, he did Blade Runner the year after, yeah, he, but he, which was a which way was better score.
0: Golden like, you know, I couldn't believe that as a kid because I watched. I saw both those movies in the movie theater
3: at 10 years old. And I was like, there's
0: no way Carrie fire
3: can beat on Golden Fuck. I tried watching Reds. It's, yeah. it's not that, it's not that good.
1: It's got two of my favorite actors in it, but... Give it a shot. It doesn't it's, matter. it's
3: just, it's like, I don't know, man. It's just, it just seems like acting class. It just seems like a like acting class, you know like, what hey I think of
1: every time cool. we go into these Academy Awards trivia sessions with you, Sean. It always <laughs> reminds me of Quiz Show
3: ninety four. That got nominated. You know what I am referring to? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that got nominated for picture and director 90- 94 was a big year. No, but do yes, you know so why, why that so you much. know why
1: that movie reminds me of these conversations, Sean? Why is that? Have you seen the movie?
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: There's a whole thing in it. He's on a quiz show. He's on a trivia show. Oh, because I'm he, answering he,
3: questions. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, he I don't remember it was 55, but you should know when when did Marty win Best Picture?
3: 55.
1: Right yeah, on so DVD. He was forced to tank that. That was what the whole fucking movie was about.
3: Yeah, was I remember that. I remember. Tank, that. John Turturro. Um, yeah. John
1: Taturo character was up, forced to tank um uh, the quiz show because they didn't want his Jewish face on there anymore, uh, and yeah, he's I like, can't. "I know, I know who the winner of nineteen. 19- I said it was. Uh, I don't remember what he said it was, but he's like, I knew it was Marty. Everybody knows it was Marty, but I. They made me say it was something else, and that was like his whole shtick. Yeah. Somebody yeah. just uh, posted a uh, comment. What did they I recently just saw Braveheart. What on earth is that film that has cultural weirdness? the film is a masterpiece. It it's a is, master but it's song. the only
3: one. No, no, hold on. Commenter, yeah. thank you for commenting, but thank it's the you. only notable thing. That's what I'm saying. A lot of years have multiple yeah. notable things. He's wondering why, why the hell we're
1: talking it's about a masterpiece movie. like Braveheart. braveheart, braveheart,
3: yeah, on on braveheart. Let's say it's, it's not diminishing why Braveheart. It's a lot of people's favorite movie, braveheart. and I love me some milk. I'm just saying it was the only notable thing. That's all I'm saying.
0: Okay. Now, I'm not even going to go into the historical things. Like the fact that the hackers came out that on a bridge. And that's why the cavalry in real life couldn't defeat them. But that's beside the point. I want you to watch that movie, okay? And every time there's an edit, I want you to go back and see what weapon the guys are holding in their hands from the previous scene. And you watch axes turn into swords and pikes turn into spears. And you watch uh, the continuity on uh, the French princesses uh, thing move. Oh up. yeah, there are so many mistakes there that are. if you were a film student, you would get a C minus or a D plus. And Braveheart is not, right not right historically
3: it. accurate. It
0: is not it's a not historically if you like accurate. Like it a lot. I get it. It's great. you know, everyone loves that anti-Semite. Hey commenter, awesome. what? Cop- you know, I love it. He wants me thrown in an oven. I love it, <clears throat> but it's not a masterpiece. Commenter
3: hold on speaking <laughs> about 1995 my shirt is based on a was is a pop culture reference for a movie it released in 1995 if you could name it i'll mail you some baseball cards Callahan <laughs> from sandusky ohio
2: anybody oh. oh um uh oh i can't think of the name of the movie i know exactly I what it idea. is.
0: Callahan Auto. Okay, Park. hold on. Maybe your listener will do it. He could
3: Google and cheat. Geez, Seth, you that's just gendered our, our our
1: commenter again. Oh, sorry. sorry. Don't assume. Say. say. No, say. Geez. like
3: Ezra no, Miller, sure. bless his heart. <laughs> keep it, keep it free, Ezra. My man's on the run, Ezra Miller. He's on the run. He's on the run. He's gonna, he's gonna, gonna be in that in new.
1: Law. He's gonna be in that new Ant Man. Uh, yeah, but he's on the Flashstone, run. Flash whatever the fuck.
0: Ant Man, Flash, ant man, the both ridiculous. Guys, yeah. One is Marvel and one is
1: DC. Nobody,
0: nobody can guess. I don't know. <laughs> so no, I do. It's Chris Farley. As as it's Chris dad. Farley's
2: dad, and I That's can't hilarious. remember the name of it. Wait, wait. Oh, it's Chris. It's Chris Farley's It's Chris Farley and David Spade. Okay, it, great. Um, but I can't remember the name of the movie. It's uh, is it Black Sheep? Guys,
3: guys, what? you really don't know? You know all of I that, but remember, not the no? name of the movie. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy, okay. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. No, I, two- knew,
2: I know. I've watched that movie so many times. That's what I'm saying.
3: Right? Nice, right?
1: Yeah, that's, that's cool, man. <laughs> I, I don't. I think I might have seen it once, like, when it came out. I don't remember.
3: See, you didn't know it because it came out in 1995. You said it like like probably was all just my dad, yeah. sweetie.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I already caught that. It was pretty funny. I like, <laughs> it, I like is, it was a it funny movie. Funny. Queen, queen Boudica funny. Radiant. It was a funny movie, uh, yes. Tommy Boy. I, I know that you're you're probably from a younger generation based on your comments, but I think um, I think you would find it uh, definitely entertaining. How many
3: people know Tommy Boy is funny? Yeah, Tommy Boy no, is a classic
1: funny film. It, Everybody
3: it a, loves it. It's a that. classic.
0: Queen Boudica yeah. was a, a Celtic woman who yes. tried to drive the Romans out, and we actually recommended Judy work on her as a yes. character. I remember
2: that. Yeah, they did make uh, a movie about her. Um, I forget if it was English or. um, I remember when they did that. It wasn't the budget wasn't that big for it though. They haven't made a blockbuster on her character. No, is she
0: in the Romans show that you showed me, Isaac? Which show? Yeah, the one with the Roman, the English actors all being Romans.
1: Are you talking about Rome? Chris Farley and David Spade.
0: Were they in England and they're killing people or in Germany? Oh, the. Uh, the... <laughs> That's what Romans do, right? They go to other countries, kill people.
1: That's the one with all that metaphysical yes. Britannia. 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 Is she in Britannia? Britannia? Which, which one are we talking about? Queen Badiaca. What the hell is Britannia? I'm not sure. It I don't was remember. Celtic. But guys, it's uh, getting, it's getting to right, that, getting that time. time right now. So we're going to have to wrap right, it up. Thank you, up uh, on, Queen Boudicca Radiant, um, for participating. On Body Parts. And, and the uh, actors in um, Tommy Boy are Chris Farley yes. and David,
3: David Spade. Spade. Right? And Rob Lowe and uh, Bo Derek and Brian Dennehy. Okay, yes. cool. Oh. It's a great yeah, film. <laughs> come
1: back uh, next week and let us know if you uh, <laughs> <laughs> saw it next Wednesday, 9.30. And tell yeah, what's us what our, you thought.
3: Man, What's our next movie?
0: Yeah, what are we doing next? Oh, it's Seth, right?
1: I thought it was time for a kaiju
0: movie. So we're going to watch kaiju, a giant monster movie of guys in suits. Oh, I love monster movies. Yeah, so it's going to be Godzilla, Mothra, Tokyo SOS. From the early 2000s, I think.
3: Early aughts. The early aughts. Godzilla, Mothra. Godzilla, Tokyo
0: SOS.
2: Godzilla, up Tokyo,
3: party, the other Godzilla, Tokyo. Tokyo SOS. Yes. Tokyo. S O. Thank you, Queen S-O-S. Boudica.
2: What year is that? That
3: What year is it? Um, who gets
0: there? Did
2: correct? you say 2005? 2005? No, I thought that's what you just said.
0: No, I don't. I, it's. Come on. Um, I moved okay. my.
2: Device to look up Zakes Mocha. Um, This thing is slow. uh, What's the film rated? 03?
3: Is it 03? Yes. It's Godzilla colon Tokyo. (laughs) That colon (laughs) makes all the difference.
0: Uh, 03. 03.
1: Wait, what is it the title again?
0: Godzilla, colon, Tokyo SOS, right? That's the title?
1: Godzilla. 20-oh. Sorry, say it again. Godzilla what?
2: Godzilla. Colon, colon. Tokyo, Tokyo. S-O-S. S-O-S.
0: SOS. which is funny because SOS is Save a
3: Ship, and Tokyo is a city, so they wouldn't be saying SOS. They just like, they, they, you know what I like about the Japanese? They just pull words out of nowhere and put it together, and it kind of makes sense. Well,
1: you mean like Godzilla?
3: Yeah. Or Tokyo S S O S. It just means like Tokyo calling for help. help. Like like Tokyo is calling for help. That's what it is. Godzilla's here. We're calling for help. That's how you people, can people translate.
0: This is the greatest Godzilla movie ever. Okay it has the uh, cast members from the old 60s Godzilla returning the the old actor from Mothra is in it that's a hollywood move and
3: mothra's a hollywood movie no taking uh, actors from the original and putting it in the reboot that's a oh, hollywood yeah. movie. you know
0: they they, they know i'm the, just saying yeah, yeah 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 it's got it's got uh, it's got other monsters in it but it's got Godzilla it's actually a sequel, but you won't need to see the one before it. You oh, okay.
3: Thank God. Oh, so the first one's Godzilla in <coughs> two thousand, and then this is Godzilla called. Hence the call in Tokyo SOS. This I don't is- know, but
0: there's there's this thing in it that it's funny, is that there was a prime minister in the first one, who who built a device to defeat Godzilla, and it because of all the money that goes into that, they're not the prime minister in this one. They make a little comment. And they kind of got rid of the last prime minister over the debacle of the device to get rid of Godzilla. God bless you, Queen Radiant, For for being our first All we got it. It <laughs> All right. cool, this It's fun. Cool.
2: We didn't I'm talk fine. about body parts. Uh, oh, has been talking about body parts. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Oh. All right. Well, we're going to be signing off now. All right. See you next week, Queen.
0: Bye. Rock and roll.